Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Hello, good evening and welcome to Access All Areas Live, Stephen Lang. And I'm Bobby Norris. How are you, babe? I am excellent. How are you? Really good, thank you. Really good. You're back in the office. Yeah, yeah as you can see, look around me. This is not my lounge. Um, yeah, yeah. It's my first official day back in the office today. And um, how's it feel? Is it weird? It is a bit weird, to be honest. Um, it was a bit weird getting up doing a commute in the pissing rain um and uh and and then also being really hot like trying to get, ca- ca- carry all my stuff and blah 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 yeah it was but it, but it was nice to kind of hang around with people again and um and uh i don't know feels a bit, almost a bit old-fashioned i don't know it's hard to explain um, but also that's why if, if i sound a bit funny today that's why i'm not in my normal uh normal setting um have you been what's been going on you've been yeah. you've, you've started your uh, your new job yeah, started my new job last week, which um, j- just went so well. It's been um, having so much fun. Um, so, yeah, I was in studio recording Friday. Um, yeah, really good. Thank you, babe. So, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's, I think because obviously 10 years of being a cast member, it's um, when I'm, go- I'm going to sex, obviously in studio on a Friday, I have a different cast member will be coming in every week yeah. to talk to me about the, the episode that's airing. But obviously in the week I'm going to location whilst the cast are filming their scenes. So, um, yeah, it's just, um, it, it's, yeah, I can't even. Does it feel quite odd to be doing this? Cause it is, like you said, you know, these people, um, and, and, and all that and is it is it quite odd to be on the other side of it now because you've obviously been interviewed before for TOWIE and things like that. I've, I've interviewed you before for yeah <laughs> it's not the, the interviewing that's weird actually because I think I've interviewed quite a lot of the cast whether yeah. that's been here on on FUBAR or whether it's been for my new magazine Get Gobby with Bobby or um for something so it's not so much that it's kind of and I guess it was probably just the first couple of days more so it's kind of going to filming and seeing cast go into their scenes and me stood off camera waiting for them to finish, then grab them for a chat. Yeah, um, yeah. But no, I, I absolutely, I, I'm, I'm loving it. And oh, um, no, it's, um, it, it's been, it's been so much fun. Like I've only done the first studio day, so because um, a couple of weeks in advance. But uh, no, it's, it's, it's a great, it's a great thing for like I, I love it like it's right up my street you know what I mean yeah yeah it's well, like a, a, a dream job really like because I kind of feel like it, it's still very much part of the TOWIE family but it kind yeah. of it just feels like the time's so right um yeah. so, so yeah great stuff awesome um well my my weekend uh was a little bit drunken uh, a little bit messy uh went out to celebrate pride uh, with some of my rowing friends and some other friends. And, uh, yeah, it was just, uh, it ended up, I was probably drinking for about 13, 14 hours, which is quite, <laughs> quite a long time. Um, so Sunday was definitely a bit of a write-off. Was there um, a great atmosphere out and about uptown? Yeah, really good, uptown. Um, <laughs> you know, it was, it was really nice. It was just nice to kind of, um, although there was obviously none of the normal pride uh, proceedings, no, no, uh, march or uh you know glitter cannons um there was there was lots of like drag queens around and and you know prosecco and people just uh having a having a nice time um and just kind of glad to be out and about and around one another again i mean i 
obviously we've spoken about a million times COVID is like still going around but you know most of the time people were kind of standing outside or or trying to you know trying to be as safe as you can be really in, in the current situation with double most people I know double vaccinated it's kind of you just got to get on with it I think um so yeah it was just it was just kind of nice to be out and partying with the gays really I would say I love it paint, paint in the street crimson yeah, yeah, certainly were. Um, yeah, just nice. Really I think nice. it's going to be an amazing one next year. Where we haven't, I know some places have, have still managed to have their pride events, which mm. is amazing. Obviously, London, this is our second year where we haven't. Yeah. Um, so I, I do think it's going to be an amazing one next year. We, we've got two years to make up for, so I reckon we're going all out. I, would, I can't wait already. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely, I definitely think it'll be a, it'll be a crazy one. I might have to put the Monday off work. It might be one of those yeah, two, two day hangover. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, but all, but other than that, it's all, all, all pretty good. Um, well, we have an exciting show today. Uh, we have from Ready to Mingle. We have Malcolm Modell um, up first, and then we have uh, Vinegar Strokes, who's been on the show before from uh, Drag Race UK, and uh, Jay McEldry um, is also joining us. So, so lots of people to be chatting to. But it's also been an extremely busy week for Showbiz News, hasn't it, Bob? Oh, it, it's all going on. I literally don't know where to start. What's caught your eye? <laughs> well, I have to say, top of top of the list for me is Britney Spears getting engaged. Uh, How lovely is that? Yeah, is it? This is my concern. This is what I worry about. Talk to me. What, what's concerning you, Steve? Well, you know, she's, I don't know. So obviously, you know, she can do whatever the hell she wants. In her life. <laughs> um, but you know, she's got engaged to this guy, Sam. Not this guy, actually. They've been together for like five years, I think. Sam Asgari, uh, who's like a model and a fitness coach and very, very attractive man. <laughs> um, let's let's not beat around the bush. Um, and uh, yeah, they've uh, they've they've finally uh, he finally popped a question to her um, just shortly after her dad obviously petitioned to be removed as her uh, uh, conservator. So things are clearly moving on in her life. Um, she's managing to to sort of continue to live her life after having it on hold for such a long time. But what worries me is. Well, first of all, when the news went up, all of the comments underneath on Instagram were just make him sign a prenup, make him sign a prenup, 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 prenup. And you think, like, you think obviously she's been, I think she's been married twice before, hasn't she? Yeah. Um, uh, and obviously both times ended up not, not particularly well. Um, uh, and I don't know, obviously, obviously she's, she is her own woman. She's free to do as she wishes. And I, and I obviously wish her the best. It's just, you do worry that she's always got people around her that need her for something. I think it might be, it would have been maybe good for her to have spent a little bit of time not tied to someone, but maybe that's just me. What do you think? I mean, I'm just so happy for her that mm. things seem to be heading in the direction now that this is all being lifted, because I know we've spoke about this before. I could never truly understand how this many years on, that was still in play. Like, yeah, we, we obviously don't know what goes on behind closed doors, but I just think the job she was doing to me, it seemed as an outsider that that the girl was still she, she was getting up, going to work, she was doing a Vegas tour. Like, I, I, I couldn't see the reason 
why someone w- would be in that situation. I mean, yeah. obviously, years ago, there's, there's no denying it. She's come on leaps and bounds. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and reading that she couldn't change her kitchen units, that to me was, was just odd. A fourth. The girl can go out and earn however many hundreds of millions a pound. Why can't she go down Wixing or own base and get some kitchen cupboards? Yeah. But um, no, I, I'm just happy that things seem to be going in the right direction. For mm. hopefully, it's because like you say, things go about four or five years, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. So it's not obviously it's not a short relationship, and I think that's probably on his side. If he really wasn't into it, he probably wouldn't last five years, would you? I mean, I guess like you say, like I can see maybe why people would all. To make it like it, like if it literally seems like the it it's being lifted now and then he's kind of put a ring on it and there's people going but I'm sure she she will kind of have her wits about her now. Yeah, should hope so. I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens next if they if they get down to Vegas and they're and they're you know at the, at the little white chapel or whatever it is or or if they're going to have a big showbiz thing or who knows. I guess well, she's done the old Vegas one before. She wasn't it like seventy two hours or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, maybe she maybe she's a bit cut off Vegas, but also it's not like she's kind of a celebrity with loads of celebrity friends or anything, is it? She's not. You don't see her like at showbiz parties and stuff. So I can imagine, and also she's fallen out with a lot of her family. So I wonder if it will just be a small private thing. I wonder. Low key. Yeah, yeah. I think considering the height of her fame. She does seem quite. She isn't one of these celebs that you just see plastered everywhere out and about. Not anymore, no. No, she definitely seems to. I think she kind of likes her private life to be just that. So yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it was quite a low. I mean, low key as you can be when you're Britney Spears. Let's have it right. I'm sure it, it's going to be a lovely old day. But I, mean, uh, I wonder how long they'll wait if they'll do it really quick or. Because yeah. now he's officially, st- is that all in all in place now? They said like it, it's lifted now the dad's agreed. No, um, no. So he, it's like the first stage is him saying, I'll take myself out of it. There's, I think as far as I know, someone will correct me if I'm wrong, the conservatorship is still under, you know, she's still under it for now, but it's basically coming to it at some point soon. Um, we'll, we'll I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Space. Yeah. What about you? Has there been any shows taking your yeah, well, this week? I mean, obviously, we spoke about the, the awful news about Sarah Harding last week, and and, and mm-hmm. saying that it was going to be their their twentieth anniversary next year. And I kind of I'm loving that there's kind of reports that there could be a, a charity concert that the four girls are going to put on. I really hope they do that. I think that'd be a lovely a lovely thing to do. And as a girls allowed fan, I'm already there. You know what yeah, I mean? I mean, they're talking about it's just as a one-off gig, aren't they? But I would imagine that there's probably demand to see a bit more than, than that. Um, I wonder if they make, they might do a one-off gig and see how it goes. And uh, Because obviously they were, before Sarah's diagnosis, they were talking about doing a performance for their 20th anniversary, like we said. So, yeah, to do it in Sarah's memory and in aid of some kind of uh, uh, charity event or something, uh, I think would be great. It'd be a lovely thing to do and yeah I, I honestly think that the fans would love it and it would be done in, in such a, a lovely way and anything that kind of raises awareness and in Sarah's memory as well and 20 years that that is a celebration you know 100%. and 
yeah, so that, that would definitely be something lovely. I really hope they do do that. I think it's going to be a very hard, if it is just a one-off, I think it's going to be a very hard to get tickets for. They got That is going to be oh, a sellout. You know when they just can't, you get these ones that go out in like 60 seconds, I think it'll be yeah. one of them. People are left on Ticketmaster. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I'll be exactly the same. I was lucky enough to see them on their tent tour uh, which would have been, I guess, 2012 or 2013. Um, and uh, that was incredible. Obviously, I think Sarah's influence will be really greatly missed because she was a unique, firstly, a unique voice in the band and also like a unique character. There's none of the others quite had that same kind of, I mean, people have said this, Nicola said it herself the other day, that kind of rock and roll energy that she did have. Um, uh so that will be missed but at the same time you know the the songs are, are fabulous and and they're great together so i mean i can't i can't imagine that um they won't want to perform in some way even in just to honor sarah's memory yeah absolutely and i i just can't believe that it's 20 years i literally remember watching pop stars the rivals and because there, there was the boy band as well what was, that called? was it one true boys? boys yeah and they had to cut that was in competition who was going to get the christmas number one yeah oh, God, i think gosh 20 years it's kind of the, exactly the same when it's the when it was september the 11th at the weekend mm. kind of thought, isn't it just it's just mad how how quick time goes and you kind of have these moments where you're like it's just it, I remember being little and people going, the older you get, time goes quick. And I yeah, thought, how yeah. can it possibly? But um, it certainly does. Yeah, it certainly does. Um, yeah, but let's let's keep our fingers crossed for this for this gig next year, whatever it is. Absolutely. What do you think about the, the Nicki Minaj stuff on social media? Have you seen it? I certainly have. This is her basically admitting that she's not got her vaccine because someone's cousin somewhere is had an inflamed testicle as a result of it and blah, blah, blah. And it basically meant that she didn't go to the Met Gala um, because they were only having celebrities there that had been double vaxxed. I don't know. I think it's a bit bad form, really. You, to be in her position with as many fans as she's got, spreading misinformation, I don't know. It, it worries me a bit because it will prevent people from getting the jab and that prevents uh, the, the pandemic from well, not coming to an end, at least lessening, you know, so um, I'm not sure. What do you think? Yeah, like, like yourself, I, I think it's w when you've got such a, a fan base and a following um, to, because uh, they are, there's no denying there are people out there that, uh, and everyone's to their own and decide what you want to do, but there are some people that are either scared and then you've got a pool of people that still don't believe in COVID, which yeah. sounds weird saying that because it's like we're talking about a tooth fairy or something. Else. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got your people that don't believe or the people that don't want to be vaccinated. So with someone with such a following, when they say something like that so openly and publicly, if anyone was in half half minds or, or doubt in any way, um, yeah, it can be, it's a... It's a tricky one. It is a tricky one. And let's just hope that it doesn't put people off um, uh, from getting it. You know, both both you and I are double jabbed and we're both still here to talk about it. So Absolutely. Um, and yeah. everyone else I know who's who's had both jabs has not grown a, a fourth hand or a well even a third hand or you know, like a or or a had a, a brain tumor or anything, you know. So like it's 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 important. 
because I, I hadn't even heard of a side effect of anyone. And I, I, I mean, did she say that her, her cousin's friends become impotent? Yeah. But it's a bit, it just sounds a bit hearsay, doesn't it? It's like my cousin's yeah. friend. It's a bit like, I would have thought she'd know better than that. But, um, but yeah, uh, well... I mean, yeah, like you say, we're both double jabs, and, and I'll, I'll quite openly say, if if I'm offered a booster, I'll take it. Yeah, so I'm happy to be triple jabbed. Yeah, give me all them jabs. <laughs> Jab me up, baby. Give me that AstraZeneca. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, uh, on that note, our first guest, uh, Malcolm Medell, is here, so uh, I'm ready to mingle, so let's get him in to chat. <laughs> Hello. Hi, how are you? Really good, thank you. Thanks for joining us this evening. Thanks for having me. That is a very professional camera setup you've got there, Malcolm. I'm very impressed. Well, uh, if you see what's going on behind here, you'll uh, you'll understand. It's uh, one of the things I do. I actually have a production company, and um, this is one of the things I do: is high end live streaming. Um, wow, okay. It's on only, point. Only the best for you guys, you know. <laughs> <laughs> as you say, as I'm sitting in an office building with this terrible overhead light, I love that. Oh, well, I'm in bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Straight, straight from bed as normal Bob um, so welcome 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 to the show tell us tell us a little bit about Ready to Mingle and what it's about and uh, and what people can expect from the show so Ready to Mingle is basically in a nutshell it's uh, 12, 12 guys in a house and some of them are single and some of them are not um, there's one one lady in the house Sophia her name is and her mission is to find out who's single and who's not. Um, and there's 50 grand at stake. So if she chooses someone right at the end and that person's in a relationship, that person and their partner take home the 50 grand. But if Sophia chooses someone who's single, um, then she's obviously chosen right and they take the 50K and split the money. But there's a bit of a twist. The partners are in another house watching and helping their partners. Sounds incredible. I mean, what, it, it's such a great concept, isn't it? It is, yeah. It was um, basically what people can expect or, is it, you know, it's already airing at the moment. Um, I think it's probably about another two weeks of, of uh, you know, airtime left with it. It's, it's getting saucy as, as we stand. Every night it gets saucier and saucier and tensions flare and there's people bonding, you know, friends being made, there's enemies being made. It's a, it's a good concept. concept. It's a great show to be a part of. So how willing are the guys to, 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 to force a fear into thinking they're single? Obviously, knowing their partners are in another house watching, are they, are they, is there no old bard? Are they going in? I, I think so. I mean, my, mine, I'm obviously in a relationship. People mm. know this now. Um, yeah. You know, when myself and my partner, Daisy, you know, first decided to go on this experience, let's call it, um, you know, on paper, it's like, yeah, we can do this. We could do anything that's necessary. We're going to go all out all of the way, you know, but then when you're actually in that environment, we just thought, you know, we're actors as well, both as myself and Daisy. And, you know, we just thought, oh, it's just acting, you know, it's just, it's pretending it's actually not, you're actually playing with people's emotions. So myself, I couldn't go ahead or didn't go ahead and didn't do anything that I feel would jeopardize my future with the person I love and care about. Mm. That being said, it's, you know, it's not knocking the people that have, gone far and gotten past yeah. boundaries on the show which there have been some but that's what people signed up for that's what people agreed to what everybody knows what's going on there's been no wool pulled over anyone's eyes everyone's agreed and signed up to do whatever they're capable of doing no you know the, the tv channel are not forcing anybody to you know kiss another girl while they're in a relationship that's down to them as an adult so yeah there's people going all the way 
people gone all the way um, myself I couldn't do it but you know it must be incredibly hard and like you say everyone knows what they've signed up for but everyone knows the situation and, and what the show is about yeah but it, it, it takes it must take a very uh, a very strong relationship to be able to sit and watch your partner cracking on with someone else <laughs> even though you know you're only in it for the 50 grand do you know what I mean like well, to, to me, it was a bit of a test as well, you know. Um, my partner, I love very much. Um, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with her. And, you know, after what we've just been through as a society, as a globe, as a nation, you know, with the, the big C, um, you know, that's been a test in itself. But then to go on a show like this and to pull through stronger like we have done, it just, it just solidifies the feelings and emotions you have that, you know, you can go through anything and trust each other and know that, we're spending the rest of our lives with each other, and that's all that matters. Did you think, though? Obviously, you, you said that like, you're both you're both actors. Did you, you you may you may have to to kiss someone else in a role or something like that? Were you were you not viewing it like that because it was a real person? Was that the difference with this then? Yeah, well, initially, you know, that's that's the way it is when you get on a film set, and you know, myself and my partner Daisy, we both had to do things like this. You know, kiss, you know, kiss other um other people on set. Daisy recently had to um, be in a strip scene where she had to bite a stripper's nipple. You know, it's, it, it happens that we're actors where, you know, we go, yeah. we go all the way if we need to. But then when, you know, you go in ready to mingle house, you know, whereas we're acting, you know, myself, Daisy, the other contestants, but Sophia isn't, you know, Sophia mm. can get hurt. Sophia doesn't know who's in a relationship and who isn't. And that's what separated it. That's what change the mindset is that we are actually playing with potentially someone's true and real emotions because they are unaware of who's in a relationship and who's not. Sophia does know that there are people in here who are in relationships and who are not, but you know, it's still playing with someone's emotions and it's, it wasn't for me. How did Daisy find the experience? Uh, she, she found it tough at times, you know, just like, just like I did. Um, it was it was difficult because we just spent just over a year spending every waking minute of the day next to each other and doing everything together to then be both separated. Um, and there were tough times for both of us. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there were times and things in there that I had to do. Um, one of them being a striptease um, on a, on a talent show that we did for as one of the challenges. Um, you know, I can understand and imagine how that affected her. Um, having to see your man, you know, strip on another woman. Um, but like I said, you know, we, we knew what we agreed when we went in. You know, it, it's not affected us. And it, like I said, it's made us stronger. So it's experience. It's a story yeah. to tell. You know, it's a string to the bow, whatever you want to call it. But um, I thought it was a phenomenal experience. Um, it's made me stronger as an individual. It's made our relationship stronger. I know it's made Daisy stronger as well. I can't wait to see how the, how the series concludes at the end now. I want to know whether she, whether she picks someone single or someone in a relationship. Oh, you'll have to find out. Yeah. Oh. Well, Mal Malcolm, thank you so much for joining us today. Really appreciate it. Um, yep. Where can we watch the show? If it's, uh, if we... So at the moment, you can watch the show every night at 9pm from Monday to Friday on ITV2 and then catch up on the weekends on Saturday. Or you can stream the whole thing on ITV Hub and they're releasing five episodes at a time so i think if you tune in around now you'll probably be able to watch catch up on 10 episodes awesome amazing oh thank you so much for joining us malcolm awesome guys thank you so much Cheers. have a lovely evening take care stay safe you too, bye. Bye. bye bye 
I don't think I could do it, Bob. I'll be honest. I don't think I could go in there with a boyfriend and try and. No. Them, I don't think. Could you? I don't, I, I, and I don't. I could. I don't think I could do either way. I don't think I could be the one in the house trying to crack on, knowing my partner's watching, having a partner. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or being the partner having to watch that. I don't know which one's worse. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's tough. But obviously, you know, Malcolm managed to get through it. So, uh, oh, completely. So like you say, if you're in that strong relationship and, and you know, and you've just got your eyes on the prize and you're after that 50 grand, you've got to be in a very, very, um, you've got to be very assured in your relationship to do it, though. But hats off. Definitely hats off. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, sounds like a great concept for a programme. But our, uh, our second, uh, second guest, Vinegar, is here. So let's chat with them. Perfect. Hello. Hello, Dane Hello. Vinegar. Hello. Jesus, I've just got back from, from Copenhagen, so everything's a bit like, well, what's going on? Wow, busy, busy. I thought you were, I thought you were at the uh, premiere last night, weren't you? I, I, it was a hologram. I wasn't really there. It was just like, <laughs> well, like oh, no, no, I got back. Oh, when I say just got back, I got back yesterday morning. So, but if it feels like I'm like just trying to like figure out life and whatnot. So, yeah. <laughs> well, How are you guys? Okay. Yeah, yeah, really, really good. good. Thank you. Really good. Much better for seeing you. How are you? Yeah, really good. Nice to meet you, Bobby, as well. And you, babe, and you. Oh, yeah, I'm good though. All good here. Just, you know, I've got, I've got a gig tonight as well after you guys. I've got a um my first out of drag stand-up comedy gig. So I'm like, what's going on? I've had like oh, no wow. time. I've had like no time to, to, to like sort out the set. So I'm like, okay, this works, <laughs> this works, I can say that. So we'll yeah. try and keep it brief for you then, Vinegar. So you oh know. no, it's all good. It's all good. I'm, I've, got, I've got an hour, so we're all good. Yeah. So okay. I'm all good. okay. <laughs> but yeah, you were out and about last night. I saw you were at the uh, everyone's talking about Jamie premiere. Yeah. How was that? It was amazing. Obviously, obviously, like, you know, that I, I did the show for, like, two yeah. years. So it was, like, a full-on, like, a full-circle moment. I remember when they said about having the film, I was like, right, I will definitely be at the premiere and that kind of stuff. And, it, and, it, and like, luckily, I actually got there because, obviously, I had to fly back from Denmark and whatnot. But, um, yeah, just a very emotional, full-circle, nostalgic moment, you know? So, yeah, I, I had the best time, best time. I can't wait to go and see it. You know, I've not actually seen the show, but I've heard it's so incredible. But yeah. I'm now at that stage where I have to, us to see the show before I see the film. Yeah, well, the thing is, they're both quite slightly different as well because they've added some extra stuff to the film, which isn't in the in the in the musical. So, um, <clears throat> so there's a bit, more, there's a couple of extra songs in there. A few, a few songs have been taken out, so it's it feels like it feels very fresh to me because it's a different. If even though it's the same story and the same characters and whatnot, it it feels very fresh because there's all these new moments in there, and they touch on a really amazing moment about um, about AIDS and in the eighties and that kind of stuff, which I think is really important. So yeah, I think it's ticking all the boxes for sure. So you, I think you, you'll love you'll love the show and also love the film. So get on it, babe. We'll, we'll, we'll go together. It. We'll Let's go together, Bobby. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> but this is obviously only one one thing that's going on with you at the moment. You've got like a million different things uh, going on. Tell us a bit, little bit about karaoke club. Oh my God, Karaoke Club, yeah. So uh, we filmed that quite, I can't remember where we filmed it now, but we did it, it happened. Um, <laughs> I was very drunk, very drunk. Uh, but yeah. Um, that, part of the, yeah, part of the that, show, right? Yeah, so we, we, we had a little tipple as we're, as we're drinking, as we're <laughs> singing, because you know, it's, it's supposed to emulate a proper karaoke bar. Yeah. And I think drag queens and gin just kind of go hand in hand, you know? Yeah. So, okay. so yeah, but we filmed that, um, 
a few months ago now. But yeah, it's a, it's a really like really fun um, competition where you can kind of go in and kind of have a laugh, but also you're kind of fighting to be like, you know, the queen of karaoke. So yeah, it was a, a, a great time, great experience. Was it quite competitive? Were some people taking it far more serious than others? You know what? I didn't realise how how like, competitive it was going to be because I went in going, right, let's, go, let's sing a few songs, have a nice time and that kind of stuff. And I was just kind of give it what I would do normally in, in, a, in a bar if, if I was doing karaoke. Well, some people were bringing the full-on production, <laughs> <laughs> Mariah Carey note, <laughs> Um, you know, tucks were popping in and out. Who knows? So it was a full on experience. I was like, oh, maybe I should have like changed changed my wig a couple of times. Like, Who knows? <laughs> but, but yeah, so I think some people really went in to win, and I think I went in just to have a drink and have a good old time. <laughs> but I, I think that's the best way. Because I don't know if it's just me, but the minute someone takes karaoke too seriously, it kind of, it's no longer what karaoke, what I want it to be. Like say, have a few little drinks, a few gins or a porn star martini. Go right. sing a little song and see it for what it is. But when people start thinking it's X Factor. <laughs> like, what you, want, you want people to come up to you afterwards and say, oh my God, you're so good. You should do the X Factor. When really they're saying you were terrible, but, but you know, it was well entertaining. Done you. Well done, you. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, you're right. I think if you take Take it too seriously it, it does like suck the fun out of it so yeah i think a lot of people were like i'm gonna win this show i need to win <laughs> something i was like i'm just i'm just happy for for, for the free gin i'm just happy yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, <that> was <laughs> there was some um, there's some celebs involved as well aren't there i, I got a, i got a little press there's nadine coil and sophia Lester. there's like a couple of decent singers coming in isn't that amazing like all these amazing like iconic female um like Pop stars, yeah, pop divas coming in. Um, I mean, I don't know if they if they knew knew what they were signing up to. I'm sure they were like, "Great, I'm gonna be on the telly, can't wait." And then then they, they open the hatch and go, "Who are these monsters? What are you going? Oh, what did I do to deserve this?" Um, <laughs> but, or my agent. This is not yeah, what I signed up. My agent. I don't know why I'm here. Um, double the money. Um, but no, like, it was so much fun actually. Like uh, like just having time to see like these amazing pop stars come in and be like oh my god because because some some of these pop stars are people who inspire us as drag queens as well mm -hmm. so i think for us we're just as shocked that they're here as as you know they are to see us you know what i mean yeah, so yeah. it's great it's so much fun it's so good so you had a great time filming it then Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did. Exactly. It's one of those things like, you know, I think if you go in in a bad mood, um, you're going to come out in the best mood. And if you go in being boring, then why are you there? Do you know what I mean? You should yeah. go in and be like, I can't wait to do it. I was so excited to do it. I was like dancing around the dressing room, getting ready. It's like, bah, 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 what are you doing? <laughs> what am I going to do today? So, yeah, I was so excited. Were there any queens that you hadn't met before that were doing the show? Um, There were a couple of queens. Uh, no, actually, no, actually, I'd known everyone. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I'd known everyone. Yeah, I'd either met everyone before, like on the scene, or I'd obviously known known people from, say, drag Drag Race America yeah. um, and whatnot. But I kind of knew everyone in my in, in my room, which was, which was quite nice. And again, you know, it's quite nice, especially during COVID when you've been locked up for so long. It's just nice to see see, see some friends and be like, oh my god, how are you? You're alive. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you're thinner. What's happened here? You're thinner and. <laughs> What's going on here? Um, so yes, it was nice just to see people.
people and kind of, you know, have a laugh with them, have a sing song, which is what you would normally do if you're going out with mates. Yeah. Uh, you, you would just do that, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, that was a really nice touch. So what's the tea? Did everyone get on or was there any kind of... Was there any backstage drums? Gosh, I feel I feel like do, do, do I want to say too much because obviously you got to watch it to really see if there's any dramas. Um, I think there's a little bit of drama between a few of the queens. I mean, you can't put a whole bunch of queens <laughs> in a room covered in glitter with gin and vodka and tequila involved and not expect someone to kick off. So I'm pretty <laughs> sure we're going to get a good old like Love Island meets the gutters of of a drag bar vibe. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely that's, that's what we want. Yeah. That's what we need. We, we need to want as well. That's what ITV want when they signed you yeah. all up. We need to point and laugh at people who aren't us. Do you know what I mean? That's what that's what we want. <laughs> <laughs> but you've obviously got loads of other stuff coming up as well. Like you said, you've got you're doing a bit of stand-up now and um, you're doing panto, you've got loads of stuff. Yeah, so um, I've just I've just come back from Denmark and I said I've just done I'm, an opera in, in Denmark. Amazing. Which was incredible. A big old kind of uh, LGBT queer and quirky opera, which was incredible. Um I've got a week off and then I go into rehearsals for Death Drop, uh, which is which is gonna be a UK tour performing mm-hmm. with um, Willem, Raja O'Hara, uh, Cameron from Finance has just joined the cast as well. So it's a big cast. It's going to be a very big, loud cast of crazy queer people going, come to our show and, and find out who murdered someone. Um, and Can you like, explain a bit about what the show is? Because not everyone yeah. knows. So it's basically a, a Dragatha Christie murder mystery play with songs and camp <laughs> basically that is really fun I, I i did it on the west end um before christmas before we went into lockdown number 100 yeah. um and um and we and it was great we had full houses every night and whatnot but yeah it's just a good old like drag version of those kind of typical murder mysteries um it's very silly very crazy um but you know it's very like mysterious like who killed who so yeah so come on down if you're if we're in your town come on down for sure and when do you start touring with that, babe? Uh, so we start, oh, like the beginning of October. So our first venue is going to be the South End Palace. And then oh. um, we go to Salford, we go to um, Dublin, we're going to Wales, and we end up in Birmingham um, at, at the end of the tour. So, yeah, it's going to be Amazing. a great a great old time, I think, a great, great couple of months. And then Panto the day afterwards. I literally bow and I go into <laughs> Panto straight away. So... Wow, she's busy. Don't, don't be complaining with those that, those pantos. Oh, God, no. Though, you know, <laughs> don't complain for me. Like, you know, I've been locked up in my house for, it feels like 50 years I've been locked up in my house. It's nice to, it's nice to just get out and do, and do what I love doing and wearing lots of different wigs and whatnot and just being crazy and safe. So, yeah. Who are you playing in panto? So uh, we're doing Treasure Island at Seven Oaks um, in Kent, um, and I play the magical mermaids, and I play I, I play the, the the nice mermaids and the evil mermaid. So basically, I'm sure there'll be scenes where I'm kind of talking to myself, singing to myself, kissing myself. Who knows? You know. Um, <laughs> Do, do mermaids do that? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so that's so that's gonna be the living your aerial fantasy. I love it. Oh my god. Well, I, I I can't swim either, so I'll be just sinking, going, slapping, slapping, literally. <laughs> but yeah, you mentioned you mentioned about like it must be so nice for you guys to be able to get out and perform after such a long time 
indoors. Yeah. yeah, it's so funny because um, if, even in Denmark, I noticed that, you know, people are so hungry for entertainment. Mm. And I think, you know, with, with, with the help of Drag Race and the help of these new, new things that are coming out, drag has definitely exploded. Um, I think I think on, onto the mainstream for sure. And people are really hungry for entertainment, especially, especially queer entertainment. Drag, I think, you know, it's literally touched theater, film, TV, Radio, you know, it's, it's it's going all over the place. So I think people are so are so keen to kind of get out there and see performances and just be entertained. And I think it's great that we're kind of in the right place, right time to you know shove on a wig and just tell tell some jokes and sing some songs and just have a good time because I think everyone's had a a downtime over the last couple of years. So now it's time to lift lift everyone up and help people get out of their you know dark dark patches that they might be in. You know, so we we are here to help. <laughs> Amen. Hundred percent, yeah. Um, well, can you can you also give us a little bit of a, a little bit of an opinion of what what you what you think of Drag Race season three? Have you what have you seen and heard or? Yeah, so um, I'm I'm actually really excited because I know I know a, a few of the girls who are going on. Um, my best mate Veronica Crean is back. She, yes. Um, yeah. she, she's COVID free, thank God. Um, <laughs> so, be a bit shit if she still wasn't COVID free. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, you know, this, this is the thing, you know, she, she, she on the main stage she couldn't taste and she couldn't smell, so she's up for isolation, and that and that was the, that was the deal with Veronica Green basically. So now she's back. So I'm excited to see her back on the telly. Um, but I know like um, Kick, um, Kick, Kick's got claws. I know mm-hmm. Ella Day. So I know a few of the girls. Um, I, I've heard there's some drama as well. Like all, all the kind of like YouTubers are going, there's drama with season three. So I'm excited just to see if there's actually any drama in this season. Um, no, again, to point a laugh, we would like to do that. Um, exactly. So yeah, but I, I'm excited that there's another season. I think it's great that the, that the show is growing as well in the UK and people are excited and people are really kind of accepting us mm. crazy people in, into their homes every week and into their lives um, and looking, at us is like yeah this this is stuff we can get on board with so i'm excited to see who wins who doesn't who fails who succeeds i just want it all i want i want everything <laughs> have you heard any rumors do you know i haven't got a clue i haven't got a clue i i might know who might go in certain certain places but i will not say who no. or when but i no. might know who who goes first who goes second and third and who might be? <laughs> you basically know the whole thing. You just don't want to get sued, Vinegar. Right? I, I haven't got any cash to get sued with. Like, <laughs> take my Funko Pop from like, if they like. So, yeah, we'll like, wait until that Panto paycheck comes in. That's all I'll say. Vinegar, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Really appreciate it. And uh, best of luck with your gig this evening. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you. you. Bye, buddy. Bye. 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 So nice. So nice. The best. Um, yeah, and so good to see that she's doing so well with all of the stuff coming up for her. Like Keeping busy. The thing yeah. is, when people start talking about Panto, I think we were saying a couple of weeks ago, we're definitely at that point in the year now where where Christmas isn't a million miles away. Yeah, yeah, this is it. This is it, babe. We've got to start thinking about this Christmas. This is the final... Present. Is it called the final hurlon? Hurdle. Hurdle. <laughs> Yeah, final on the furlong. It's the final furlong. Both. It's the hurdle and the furlong. It's the final, basically. So, yeah, countdown. But I, I think she'll be fantastic as a mermaid, though. 
yeah, I mean, fab. I really want to see a panto this year. It's been many years, so maybe I'll maybe I'll treat myself. I used to year. love a panto. Yeah, me too. Well, maybe this time, this year will be the year. I guess we'll have to <laughs> Back in the theatre. Uh, well, next up, uh, we have uh, Joe McKeldry. So uh, let's get him in. Let's do it. Hello, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> How you been, babe? I'm all right. I'm good, thank you. Very well. How about you? Really good, thank you. Thanks for joining us this evening. Pleasure, pleasure. What have you What have you been up to, Joe? Well, um, well, we've done, yeah, it's been it's been a strange one, I suppose, coming out of lockdown because I, I released a new single two weeks ago, which was great. Um, new single came out called "I Am an Army," and then we did um, some socially distant shows coming out of the lockdown, and then now just obviously gearing up to do the full blown tour, back to normal, um, which starts on the twenty third of September. So. Yeah, it's it's weird because it's like all of a sudden we've spent so long like in the house and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, oh wow, we're, we're actually going to do this. This is happening. <laughs> are you excited to get back on stage and do the tour, Joe? Or are you a bit nervous it's been a little while? Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited, you know, and obviously like for, for me and my kind of side of work, and I suppose for most people really, you know, it's been such a like fast changing one minute something's happened, then it's not. So at the moment, like, I'm still in that kind of denial phase of like, yeah, I, I, I probably won't end up doing it. But but it's very fast approaching and it's happening. Um, so as long as I'm allowed to be there, I will be there. I can't wait. And I've done a lot of online shows through, through lockdown and stuff. So I have performed. So I feel ready. I just haven't been in front of an audience, you know, like face to face, which is apart from the ones we've just done but I, I am really excited like there's nothing better than just celebrating music with people in the same room that's what it's all about so I'm really excited and one of the things that you've done really successfully since since X Factor is I mean you're you're always touring really aren't you obviously until until recently you're doing shows you're doing you know different bits and bobs it must have been quite hard for you to have had all of that just put like the rug pulled from under you really yeah I mean I think we've all been in the same boat though haven't we like whether mm. Whether, whether it's your job or whether it's seeing friends and family, like everybody's been so restricted on what they've been able to do that it almost made it a little bit easier that everybody was in the same boat because you kind of, you could sympathise with other people, they could sympathise with you. But um, one thing that I am glad is that I've, I've missed my job, so it must mean that I really enjoy it, you know? <laughs> Can you imagine if I had got to the end of lockdown and be like, oh my God, I don't want to go back and do this. So, <laughs> Thank God for that's over with, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I feel lucky to, to be going back to do it, you know, because, I, you know, I, I know, I think it's also important to say that a lot of people think that the industry is fully back and it's not, you know, it's mm. still, there's many hurdles for the entertainment industry still to cross over as, as we kind of, slowly go back into normality so I feel lucky that we're we're you know able to do the first kind of steps and it will still be different but we'll make it fun it's going to be great definitely Joey was announced recently that X Factor won't be coming back how do you feel about someone who's been on the show and obviously like massive part of your life I mean it's a funny one isn't it because I suppose like everybody else I was a huge fan um, before I went on the show. I continue to be a huge fan after the show. I do think they did kind of chop and change the format so much towards the end that it was hard to follow it a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I think that maybe is one of the reasons, and I'd said that quite a few years back, you know, if it's not spoiled, why fix it, you know? Um, and I think they, 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 got, they tried to get a little bit too clever with the format, which I think maybe it became a little bit too cruel with all that six chair challenge thing and telling people they were through <clears throat> and then they weren't. Um, so 
Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it'll be back in some form at some point. So, and and I'm forever thankful for the platform. <coughs> Sorry. I've caught my breath. No, it's not cool, but I've caught my breath. <laughs> yeah, everyone says that. Everyone says that. Um, you have to. It's like a disclaimer. Yeah, totally. Isn't it? Whenever you cough in public, like, it ain't COVID. It ain't COVID. <laughs> I've done a lap flow. I've done a lap flow. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, what could, what, so what could we expect from the tour? Well, obviously, we've released two new singles since I was last on tour. So there's new music, obviously, to perform that I haven't performed live yet. Some of the old favourites. Um, I'm going to do a few kind of different covers that I've never done before. Um, and, you know, I think this year, the, the kind of the whole format of, of a normal tour, if you'd released stuff or it, was, it had a theme and everything, this tour was supposed to be last year. It's been rescheduled three times. So I think we've gone through about three different tour names in the space of seven months. <laughs> um, so I think, in a way, it allows us to just kind of have real fun with the show. There's not really a format that we need to follow. And, uh, you know, and I'm, I think I just want to create a, a vibe that people, you know, they can come, they can feel relaxed. It's great to be back in a venue again and just sing along and clap along and dance if they want to get up and dance. And just it, it's, it's all about the fun this year, I think, because we've all missed it. And that's what's needed. Yeah, and it's long overdue. Like I say, I think so many people just want to go and see see people sing live. It, it's it's so important, isn't it? And I I just think for things to be slowly opening up again now, and now shows even if we have to whatever the rules are, the fact that we're able to do it, I think, is just a, a massive step forward. Such a relief for people, you know. I went to see um I went to see Mary Poppins the other night in the West End. Oh. And- I just sat and like I, I didn't realize it until the end, but I just literally sat for two hours just smiling at the stage. You know, it's just such a happy show and the music and the talent on the stage. And I, I got to the end and the, the curtain came down and I was I was just kind of staring at the stage, smiling. Your and cheeks I, hurting. Yeah, and, I, <laughs> and I just thought that's what it's supposed to do. You know, it's supposed yeah. to make people feel things and it's a release for people. So, you know, it, it's I know that obviously. Like I said before, I've done the online shows through lockdown and they've been wonderful, but it's it's so much better to have the connection with people in the room, you know, and, and be able to see people's reaction right there in front of you and see them, you know, maybe get sad about a song, then get really excited about another song, up, hands up in the air, all of that. So I can't wait. And there's something quite emotional about being in a theatre, isn't it? I went to see a show, I think, last weekend or the weekend before, and I actually sat there like you, and I just thought, oh my God, I've missed this so much. Yeah, and being around people, you know, like, yeah. you know, for, for me, obviously, like, we've, we've done concerts throughout lockdown and we did socially distant outdoor things last year and things, um, which was wonderful, you know, and making the best of a bad situation. Um, but to just go into a theatre the other night and just see everybody just sat full, enjoying theatre again, I was like, God, like, you, you, you'll never take that for granted again. You know, it's such a strange... It's such a strange perspective to now have. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. There was there was a little bit of uh, a bit of sad news, and we actually touched about it at the top of the show about about Sarah Harding. I don't know if you uh, about her obviously passing away earlier this week. I know obviously you were mentored by Cheryl back in the day. Did you ever meet Sarah or or have any interactions with her? I did actually. Um, she came down to X Factor quite a bit. Um, sorry, I've really caught my breath. Has somebody caught me? Don't worry. <laughs> <coughs> Um, she came down to X Factor 
quite a few times um, and I got to meet her a few times in the dressing room and that, you know, and then at the kind of industry events that you go to, she was always such a charming, wonderful girl. So honestly, I, you know, I'd kind of heard that she was really ill um, and, you know, but it still doesn't make it any less of a shock, you know, and just what such a young age, mm. so tragic, you know, so it's, it's, it's so sad. So, so sad. Do you keep in touch with Cheryl, Joe? I mean, it's not like we, we don't not keep in touch. I think it's just we haven't spoke for a few years now, but I, I suppose you have to be careful when you say that because everybody thinks you've had some kind of vicious There might be no Barney, no feud. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just life's busy, you know. We're both busy. We're both off doing different things. We're both in different stages of our lives. She's got a child now and doing her own thing and vice versa. And it, But if I saw her tomorrow, we would have... The best catch up, like we would have a big hug and there's no like malice or anything like that. It's just, you know, I think people forget as well. We were, we were, we had a great connection on the show, but I was actually only, we were only around each other for like 12 weeks, but I think in people's minds, it's like made into this big thing, like, oh, they're really best friends. But um, (laughs) I've I've got nothing but love for her. (laughs) What have you made of all of the recent claims about the exploitation from the show? I know that Rebecca Ferguson, Katie Waisel, there's been been some controversy around the show. What have you made of those claims? I mean, I think, um, you know, it's no secret that the X Factor is a hell of a machine and a formula. And it's, you know, I've said this in the past and I went through my own journey with the show of kind of leaving the first management company and almost starting over again, really, about three years after I won the show and kind of setting everything up in-house and setting up a company and so that I had that creative control. So I've gone through my own issues in that um, many, many years ago. And I've said for many, many years that not just on X Factor, but on any reality TV show where you are plugging somebody from a relatively normal life of nothing to do with show business, there has to be aftercare that is not a part of the actual TV show. It has to be separate people that don't have an interest in the financial kind of, you know, benefits of that. Um, Because if you have an aftercare team that work for the TV show, then their interests are the TV show, not the individual, you know? So I definitely think on all forms of reality television, there needs to be better protection for people because I was lucky, you know, that I had a great family background to support me and, you know, and I adjusted to it relatively well with, with its ups and downs. But some people struggle with it and find it really difficult. And I think you, th- there should be that help there for people. If you've been given that platform from a big corporation or a company, it's their, in my opinion, their responsibility to protect you in a way. Do you keep in touch, Joe, with anyone from your series? Um, I saw... Who did I, who have I spoke to recently? I spoke to Jedward not long ago. Um... I, They're all I, over TikTok now, aren't they? I, I see know, them all the time. Um, who, who else? I spoke to Rachel Adeji a couple of weeks back, actually. We had a little text exchange. I've seen Stacey when I've been on Loose Women. Um, I haven't spoken to Ollie for a while. I think it's hard, isn't it? Because we're all kind of just gone off and doing our own things. But I, I, I've got, we all went through such a, you know, I'm sure it's like with you, Bobby, with Towie, like everybody understands that nobody understands that process until you've been through it with those people. And you're always kind of connected in that way. Do you know what I mean? Even if you don't speak to them that much. Absolutely. Because your lives change together. Like you say, no one else has ever... And if you don't see each other from one week, month or year to the next, you'll always have that. I completely get what you mean. 
Yeah, oh. interesting. It's interesting when it's interesting that they say it doesn't matter what show you come from. It's a, there's a similar similar setup. And you've actually done a couple of reality shows as well, haven't you, Joe? Is there any is there any sort of left on your list that you'd like to do? Do you think, okay. or are you done with reality now? I would love to do Strictly. Honestly, Ooh. I would absolutely. Like, have I, they ever I, had an X Factor winner on Strictly? I don't know if they have. No, I think they? Alexandra Burke did it. She, oh yes, she did. Yes, she did. About right. it. Yeah. She was fantastic on it. Um, I would love that. Is the one show I, I don't really get jealous of. Like when when I'm whenever I'm watching the telly, most of the time I watch most of the reality shows and think, God, I could think of nothing worse than being in that position right now. Because like, because you know how it feels. Like you know. Yeah. That, the anxiety that it brings and stressful and all of that that comes with it. The one show that I always watch and think, oh my God, I am so jealous is Strictly. It just looks like so much fun and dressing up in them costumes. And, and in my mind, I do think that I dance like Beyonce, although that, although <laughs> that is probably Woo. not true. As <laughs> a high level, you're setting yourself up there, Joe, if they ever do ask. Like, aim high, aim high is what I see. <laughs> you, you mentioned when you look at reality TV show, you, you feel the anxiety. When you look back at your time on X Factor, did you suffer with anxiety and kind of like your mental health when you was on the show? I think for me, and I, 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 I was actually just talking to a friend about this. I was at a barbecue a couple of days ago and a friend was asking about when I came out on the show, you know, well, after the show. And they were like, oh my God, you were just a baby. And like, we, we all had like a little moment. We were sat in a garden and we had like a little moment. We all got a little bit emotional, like thinking about how young I was in that situation. Um, because I think at the time, me naivety, just almost protected us in a way. It was actually a really, it was a blessing in disguise. Because I look back now and I think, how the hell, like, I got through some of that stuff and, like, dealing with the nerves and dealing with coming out on such a public scale. And, like, and, and I look back now, I think, I don't think I could do that now as a 30-year-old. Like, I'd be an absolute mess. <laughs> um, but maybe I suppose that's just, as you get older, you realise the kind of, the gravity of it all, you know, like, the the weight of what that actually is for a young person. So, but I was I was quite lucky that... I think because I was just young and excited to be doing what I was doing, I, I kind of just I kind of just floated along nicely, luckily. Um I, I don't know how, but I just did somehow. I think you're so right about the age thing. I mean, not quite the same as going out to millions of people on a Saturday night, but I look back to where I was when I was much younger. Even going to a theme park, I wouldn't think nothing about getting on rides. Yeah. And and little things like that. I think the older I get, I, I just have more of a I don't know if it's an age thing or if yeah. I'm just cracking on a little bit. I'm like, oh, you know, no, risk more. I think you understand days. risk as you get older, and yeah. you know the. And whereas when you when you're younger, you don't know the consequences of the actions that yeah. you're taking, but you do as you get older, and you can look back. I, I think that's what it is, and you yeah. can look back you, and say. And I, and I always think as well, like you, you kind of tend to before, like when you're younger, you kind of just jump into a moment without thinking of it, and now. Mm. I think now is I kind of dissect a lot more things before I make a decision, especially a work thing. Mm. So you know, like years ago, if somebody asked us to do something, I'd be like, yeah, 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 I'll do that. That's fine. Yeah, that's great. And then now I'm like, um, I think I'm going to need like two days to think about this. And work out. <laughs> work out your exit plan, Joe, is what you're trying to work out how to say no. <laughs> I understand that. Um, well, Joe, it's been so nice to speak to you um, this evening. Um, and we are going to play uh, your song. So would you mind introing it? Yes. Um, this is my single, I Am An Army, and I hope you enjoy it. I came this far 
with armored heart and my head held high grenades falling from the sky oh what a nice guy oh yeah well that was a really nice show yeah yeah really good what have you got coming up this week anything exciting so this week, more amazing behind-the-scenes stuff for um, Tower with the official after-party. Back in the studio on Friday, filming again. Um, just, just so excited. I feel like that keep for the next three months, that will be very much, very full-on, I think. As Tower is, everyone knows, I think, from the off already, there's drama. Yeah. Um, so... The more drama there is on the show, the, the busier I am in the studio because yeah. everyone's going to be coming and talking about it and spilling the tea, which is what we want. Let's have it right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, nice and busy, babes. How about yourself? Uh, yeah, well, this weekend I'm going to Manchester for the first time ever. Oh, nice. So I've got my first gig, my first, uh, not post-pandemic, but, you know, sort of first gig. I haven't been to a gig in two years, not a proper one, indoors, standing shouting and screaming um so yeah be that'd be really exciting going with some friends for the weekend and uh just gonna enjoy myself and and you know enjoy being somewhere new with new boys like you me. will love manchester <laughs> one of my favorite places um yeah I've, I've, I've only heard good things so we're just trying to find uh find some decent bars and stuff to go to and uh and and just enjoy find yourself a nice northern man that's exactly what I want. That's exactly. Not manny man. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. I'm sure. I'm sure he's really looking for a for a camp uh, magazine radio presenter from London. But um, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just looking forward to to kind of just partying and, and being with my friends somewhere different. It'll be really nice. No, oh, it'll be lovely. Um, well, fabulous. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, good luck with your filming this week, Bobby. Thank you, babe. Enjoy Manchester. I will do. Uh, until next week. Goodbye. Bye.